my voice is back in there, and so is yours. Woo! Okay, um, <laughs> how you doing, Steph? Oh man, it's been a hell of a day. <laughs> Welcome back to Geekly Reveal. <laughs> <laughs> it's only been, what, like a year since we've done one of these? A, f- a few months, probably not a full year, but, you know, we can, <laughs> we can have, you know, two things can happen, multiple things can happen. <laughs> Um, since I guess we're still doing the show, technically, we might want to, um, do some quick introductions, as if this is being downloaded or something, you know, so, uh, 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 welcome to, (laughs) welcome to Geekly Reveal, as always, it's your boy Dom, aka Brother Dom, all over the internet, and I guess we'll skip the aka's this first week, uh, but for those who have just tuned in for the first time, (laughs) oh, they, they, they call me Dusty Dan, um, you know, for ah, those <laughs> for those who might be tuning in for the first time or coming back for a while, uh, my name's Dom. Like I said, I go by Brother Dom. I am uh, one of those hardcore gamers, um, but a, you know, a podcaster, a writer, uh, industrial engineer. Uh, so you know, I do things you know with. I talk about Overwatch, Sonic, Splatoon, just culture and games. You know, race, gender, sexuality, that kind of stuff, and you know, write about it. What about you? Who are you? Who 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 am I talking to? You? <laughs> um, I am Stephanie, aka Captain Steph on Twitter, the Snow Queer on Tumblr, Hello Steph on Instagram. I don't have the branding that Dawn does. Hello Steph on Venmo if you want to send me some money. Send us the cash um, we need it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am an editor, a writer, um podcast host a cosplayer <laughs> i do a lot of nerdy shit um live in new york I'm the fandom for tile hot right now what kind of what kind of weather are you guys hitting right now like what are you working with <laughs> over there in new york because we hit like God, a nice 90 in pittsburgh today fucking 95 at like hey we cuss on this by the oh, yeah. way we, we cuss um, <laughs> <laughs> it was freaking 95 degrees at like nine o'clock this morning when i left my apartment it is out of control it was like like walking into a wall when you left the building. That's the worst. Like when you walk outside and you're like, oh, the, the air is thicker. Like it, it feels... Yeah, it's denser to walk through. Like, <laughs> it's not a good time, actually. I walked like six blocks and I arrived at the meeting I was going to after work. Just like a sweaty mess surrounded by people that I've met like four times. And I was like, hi, I'm sorry that I smell like <laughs> so you, wait, enjoying you being around all of you. You don't use deodorant. What? <laughs> I use deodorant. Oh, good, good. Just, you know, just check it. Oh, I'm not a dude at a con. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a always sleeper guy. Dudes at cons. Do we, <laughs> is that a topic worth bringing up or do we want to just do our normal format of stuff? <laughs> Oof, I, I we could go for a long time about dudes at cons. So is it is it con se- is con season over? Is it starting? Like I don't. Cause what I know, does con season mean, honestly? I'm not sure because I just know there's nothing. So it's weird because I feel like there's nothing between. I don't know the um the the one in Pittsburgh the Christmas time one, um, I, I forget what it's called. Christmas? It's not a Christmas one, but it's sort of at the end of the year. It's like a low key vert like offshoot of Takosha Con. I forget what it is, oh, okay. but it's Sangawa? like a, Sangawa, yeah, and then uh, OhioCon, but that's it's in January. Yeah, so it feels like it's big because the, the year changes, but it's not that much time at all, honestly. And yeah, like the difference isn't that big. And then like, I don't know. I think maybe maybe people consider summer con season, but like they're like 
even like a lot of the big cons are like like SCCC is in summer but like New York Comic Con's not until middle of October like right but I mean then there's you know, like yeah there's NYCC SDCC and then Dragon Con is this weekend Matsuri yeah, was last weekend. weekend yeah, Anime Expo, PAX. So, like, I feel like there isn't a con season other than if you're, like, in the business and you have, like, a four that you hit during a certain part of the year. Because if you take E3 and, and that sort of stuff, it's all year long, really. Um, well, so, okay. Um, Sorry, I had to jump up for a second. My dumb cat wandered in the room. Good old cats, though. You know, I've, uh, I, I think I've jumped on the cat, the cat bandwagon. I feel that I have been yes. indoctrinated. Good. I don't like a lot of people's cats, but I like my partner's cat, and I like your cat, and I like a cat my of cat a family friend. So it's not like a lot of cats. I'm not a cat person, but I get why someone would be. I'm not like a violent That's dog fair. lover, you know? I just pref- But I would never get a dog. Like, cause that's yeah, way like, more responsibility. <laughs> Not right. never, but never right now. Um, yeah, like I love, I like, I love dogs. I would say I love dogs. I like to pet other people's dogs and see them in the park and stuff. But I feel very similar to dogs as I do about children, which is, I like to give them back. Yes. When I'm done being around them. Yeah, you can just be like, okay, you know what? You you clean up after this dog. Um, this is the hardcore. Hard-hitting, nerdy conversation everyone came for, but yeah, right. Um, Hello, everyone. Welcome <laughs> to us rambling at each other and that, the sounds of my cat scratching her litter box. Well, that's how that's how a podcast starts. That's how you know we're like that we're doing the real thing here. But we had some topics that we kind of wanted to get into to get back into our rhythm. You know, um, yeah. We're we're trying to do sort of a live version. We're thinking we might do webcams one day. We might not. Depends on how we're feeling, what the audience wants. But if you're watching this. Um, if you have it in the background, you can't see it, but if you're watching this, you just see our logo and the song that's playing, if you can even hear it. It's, it's you know, it's something nice, kind of giving that radio vibe to it. Um, then we're going to talk about nerdy stuff, do little breaks, do it like a radio show. Um, but we do have some topics prepared because we're not going to just jump in and completely freestyle it. That would be foolish. I don't have the list in front of me, but do you have one of the topics that you want to start with? Because I can always go into mine. I, I know them off the back of my hand. <laughs> say you jump in first because i know we talked about this yesterday and i cannot remember what we talked about so yeah oh i was gonna tell you about YA stuff but go on you were gonna tell me about YA stuff you know that's it's so rough um these days there's not enough hours in the day so you forget things that you talked about less than 24 (laughs) hours ago so I, (laughs) i know the pain i know the pain um but no so in my world uh of course there's overwatch stuff but real quick did you see that link i sent um about larry king trying to voice Sonic the Hedgehog, like, briefly. Oh, no, um, it was, like, Ben Schwartz trying to explain who Sonic the Hedgehog was to Larry King. I didn't watch the video. Yeah, it was only, like, a minute and a half, but Larry King tries to do a voice because he doesn't really know who Sonic is, so he does, like, a voice, and it's one of the funniest things, but, because uh, Ben Schwartz is going to voice Sonic in the live-action CGI hybrid, and what a travesty that our show was on hiatus while this news broke broke. Because, come on, that's completely <laughs> my jam, uh, a live-action Sonic movie that I don't know if it's going to be good, but I'm going to enjoy it in some way. Um, but yeah, Ben Sometimes Schwartz... Sometimes that's the best thing. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Ben Schwartz, though, uh, DuckTales Season 1, I guess, had a season finale. Do you keep up with DuckTales at all? I have not been watching it, but I, uh, I've heard good things. You know, it's yes. not bad. I've never popped into it and been like, this sucks. Um, 
It definitely feels like a kid's show. Definitely has some touches of how adults would make jokes that they think kids would want to laugh at. Um, but in a way that works, and I'm not sure why that is that it works. Um, but it, it, it does work. And they had the season finale and uh, Magica Dispel, I think that was her name. The, the, yeah. the witch duck, she came back. Um, they fought, but they did a little stinger, which I won't spoil because maybe we have some listeners that are watching it. Um, but they showed a location and they did a very subtle hint to uh, a song that was in the DuckTales games from a very, very long time ago. And uh, uh-huh. a lot of people picked up on it. It's one of those things that is such a deep cut for certain kinds of nerds. And if you don't get it, then you're not going to lose anything. But if you get it, you're going to get like the little goosebumps raised on your arm kind of thing. Uh-huh. Um, and I definitely enjoyed it. And, and, and telling you more details about it would kind of spoil what the track was. And I haven't watched the season, so I don't know if it would spoil any of the information about it. So I'll just keep it to myself on the interest of that. Um, I don't know what our policy is going to be like as far as spoilers go. I don't know how much we're going to care about that stuff on this run, but, uh, it's a good show. I recommend it to anybody if you have a chance to watch it. Um, I think there's definitely a lot of legal ways to watch it too. So it's just really charming and nice. Um, I don't know why it doesn't get the flack that other reboots get. (laughs) Um, because it, it is different, you know, they, it feels like it speaks... Like there are things that they have changed, you mean? There are things that they've changed to modernize it, but also things that some people would be like, oh, this is just for the SJWs, but no one has said mm-hmm. that. Um, like, the theme song was kind of in a bad spot, right? There's no way they were going to compete with the original. Like, that was... There's nothing they could have done. Like, it, the original DuckTales theme song, God-tier theme song, you can't beat it, so just make something different. Um, and they had, like, uh-huh. kind of a... They, 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 it's like a woman voice like a, it's like a punk band who was it that covered Kids in America uh, I forget the band but like the Jimmy Neutron version you yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but it's not like that kind of voice um, but it, it you know it still works there's a lot more spotlight I guess on Webby and she's more than just the girl one <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and Mrs. Beaksley's more than just the maid one like they have personalities and they fit in and the boy ducks are actually not just the same dude three times um wild yeah and it seems like there's just a lot of things that flesh it out in a way that you and I and progressive kind of people would say this is what you should do in 2018 or any year after the year is created but some people think you're trying to pander and maybe they even are but it doesn't feel bad <laughs> Um, <laughs> it just feels nice in a way that's like this doesn't feel cynical it just feels like you're trying to update the show um, and she's basically is she the same voice actress as Mabel? At Kristen Trowell? I think it is I think it is she's she's great at this character um, I mean it's it, you know kind of like a cross between Mabel and Louise from Bob's Burgers minus the mischievousity <laughs> <laughs> um but it's a good show. I like it. It's, you know, David Tennant's greatest Scrooge and, you know, Donald Duck's there. Don Cheeto got to show up <laughs> as nice. the voice of Donald Duck when he learned to speak properly. But, yeah. And when I saw that that was going to happen on Twitter, I was, like, <laughs> screaming in my head, like, oh, yes. There's, like, a self-awareness that just works for it, you know? And I think that's probably what the show's so great about is it's self-aware without doing that the thing that Deadpool does, but other things copy it to try to seem edgy. We're like, hey guys, you don't have to like, don't think we're too cheesy. Like we know this is just a dumb cartoon. 
You know how so many things mm. do that? It's not doing that, but it has, like, that understanding that, like, this is a Disney cartoon. We know there's going to be nostalgia fans, but also people trying to show this to their kids to see if they get into it. So we're going to play to both. And it doesn't feel like... Like, when the Harold movie came out, or kind of like, who's that for? Or when people are like, they re- they're rebooting Thundercats again. Uh-huh. I don't know who the possible... Who the audience for is. Who's that for other than people who might see that style and be like, I like this style, you know what I mean? Because yeah. no kid today cares about Thundercats, and most nope. people from... Apparently a lot of people did like the anime, but just it got canceled. Um, it so wasn't bad. It was pretty good. From Everybody who watched it, I think, liked it, and I think there wasn't more outcry because... I think we live in, like, these bubbles online, and the bubble includes the left and the right. The bubble is online people. So we think that <laughs> things are, more people are, like, hyper-aware of it, but I think when season one of Thundercats ended, your average fan was just like, oh, I hope this comes back for a second season. They're not the ones who are going to write change.org campaigns or tweet about it. They're going to just, yeah. like, consume it regularly. So when some of us say, well, where was the outcry for season two? It's like... Normal people don't do that. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, it's like, why is Supernatural on after 18,000 seasons? It's like, because... Because people like, watch it. <laughs> normal, like, people who aren't, like, super fans of it, like, just sit in their house and watch it every week. Like... Yeah. It's because there's, like, a virulent fan online fandom about it doesn't mean one thing or another to the Nielsen ratings. Like... Exactly. Because um, I had some friends I was talking to, and they were even, like... They were saying something, we got on the, le- the subject of The Legend of Korra, and they were like, yo, I don't know why that show, like, went off the air. And I'm like, well, it's, you know, this all this other stuff, they didn't, like, really take into account, like, certain audiences, blah, blah, blah. And, like, that's BS. Yeah, like they like, watched the first season, like, they and this did wasn't, a bunch of other yeah. stuff, like, they were airing it at weird times, like... And this wasn't even, like, a super, like, progressive, like, rah-rah, fight the power kind of friend group they were just you know they're like hey you mm-hmm. know they didn't care that it was a female protagonist they said they liked the original better but that's just that happens um yeah. but they're like there's no reason why it was so hard to find later on i'm like yeah you're right um but that's my i don't know that's my spiel about reboots i guess i don't know i feel weird when things get rebooted because i don't know who they're for necessarily or uh-huh. sequels people are like it's like you're rude if you you're going to prioritize your enjoyment of Incredibles 2 over, like, a little kid. And I'm like, yeah, it is a kid's movie, like, so don't be rude to children. But how are you going to put a sequel out, like, ten years after the fact to a movie? So, like, a little kid's going to look at that and be like, they'll enjoy it, but... Yeah, like... You you, you could have made anything else. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So it's interesting. Have you seen that new, um... Speaking of people getting in a tizzy about online aesthetics, have you seen that new... Crunchyroll show, that that five second preview of it, or whatever. I saw I saw a little tiny bit about it. Um, but aren't people just mad because women are working on it? I mean, like are, I didn't see much say... about the show itself. Like I just saw most of people just Twitter being on fire because. Yeah. So. So I think um, there there there's definitely a lot of that. I saw one guy who was like pretty pissed off at that backlash had happened because he's like i had mm-hmm. penned this whole script ripping crunchy roll apart and then they released this trailer so now i gotta like 
point out that yo I was gonna really release this video anyway uh <laughs> but but I'm not <laughs> one of the people who's like mad about this he's like I don't it doesn't look appealing to me but that's not why Crunchyroll needs to like get their shit together which is I think a fair uh comment I saw because I saw one that was like yo Crunchyroll's a piece of garbage and it was dated from like two months ago or six months ago I mean so uh-huh. it's like, okay, yeah, they didn't know that they were going to release a show that was, like, produced by women. Like, they were just mad that Crunchyroll was, like, not giving them the value they want. Um, yeah, like, that's not related to now. Like No, that, no. Um, I, I think that's what a lot of people are upset about, like, if, if, you, if you strip away, like, their own personal pretense. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, 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 I don't, I'm curious as to where the... The actual outrage might be, mm-hmm. and I'm and I'm wondering out of like just curiosity, where it, why does it this happens that this style is so I I don't know what the style is. It's sort of like a softer style, like rounder kind of Steven Universe visuals. Mm-hmm. Steven Universe meets Scott Pilgrim, which you know, hundred and ten percent my shit usually. Yeah, um, I was gonna say like you mean your aesthetic. It, it not as much anymore. Um, but I'm wondering why it seems like that's a style that progressive people and efforts tend to lean towards. I don't know. I mean, I think to some extent, like, it's correlation and not causation, if that's can be applied here, just in the fact that, like, that's an aesthetic that appeals to, or, like, that is being used for shows that tend to have progressive themes, like... I saw a thing actually today that was like the like pre and post Adventure Time animation is like a completely different like just realm like based like stylistically like people talk about Cal art style or whatever that means but like if you look at the way animation was before Adventure Time and the way it was afterward like yeah Adventure of Time definitely had a big had old dramatic mark. influence but and it's weird because. None of the stuff I feel like nothing other than I think maybe Clarence and Uncle Grandpa kind of mm-hmm. nothing really looks like Adventure Time to me. Honestly, I think it has more in common with Rick and Morty stylistically than the Cal Arts quote unquote style. Just because it's like lanky arms that don't seem to have like defined joints unless they call for it. Yeah. Um. So it's just a whole interesting dynamic that I'm not really sure where exactly it came from. Um, but I always love when people pull up that little thing where they're like, look how these exact four characters look the same. And I'm like, ah, that's weird comparison. Also, Gumball doesn't look like that ever, other than in this one key art frame. Like, <sighs> the Amazing Adventure, Amazing World of Gumball was not the show to say it has a, it follows the same style as everybody else. When that's explicitly its purpose is to have just mishmash character art. <laughs> I don't know. It is weird. It's been a whole thing, and people are getting out of bent out of shape about it. I'm like, guys, is this really? I don't know why people care about it. Hmm. Um. Like, even if you're a bigot, why do you really care? Yeah. I guess that's been the question since 2014. Is like, why is your enjoyment of what you like even remotely affected by if there's another thing? Yeah. Yeah. Like. Go do the other thing if you care about that thing. Leave us alone enjoying this thing. I don't know. I I, I get it's. I wonder if it's just for the clicks. Like I wonder how mad some of these outrage people are actually. Like actually are versus just like. 
like because I'm not gonna do this because I have like too much morality to do it and I don't want to cause harm to people but it seems like it would be really easy to like find the things that appeal to like the Infowars crowd mm-hmm. and then just like say oh hey guys look women made a show that means XYZ without any real correlation but I can say it does and people will be like yeah dude I feel the same way here's money I don't feel like that would be very difficult and somebody who has no skin in the game like could do that so I'm wondering, yeah. like, are these people really that mad, or do they just want to, like, get the clicks and the retweets and the video views and the Patreon subscriptions? Which isn't any better. Like, it's not yeah. a better right. situation. I'm just curious, because I can't imagine getting that mad because some women were like, hey, yo, we drew a cartoon. Um, that's just me, though. Uh, what's next? Yeah, well, what's we're the- both logical thinking people, so, you know. But I'm not even. <laughs> I just don't <laughs> care that much. <laughs> like, I, I'll, like, here's my hot take about this stuff, and then I just keep going. I'll post for myself. I am neither logical nor, like, nor thinking. I'm just, I'm just too, I'm too lazy to get mad about it, maybe. I don't know. But also, I don't think it's a reason to get mad. Yeah, what else we have on the topic list? You had a couple things, right? Some, some YA um, stuff? Yeah, so I was going to talk about, um the good good movie to all the boys i loved before which has been uh ex- like just like blowing up twitter over the last week and it came out two weeks ago I've on netflix it. i've seen the memes of it and i think i saw on like the netflix um yeah it's already starting section. to be like solidly memed um in terms of just like to all the boys I loved before, they opened their mouths. Like, that kind of... Yeah, I, I've seen a lot of those. Oh, joke, yeah. But, um... Meme evolution is uh, evolving quickly because I've seen it devolving into, oh, it's actually its other meme, but we shoehorned it into this one. And I'm like, that normally takes a month. <laughs> yeah. So we're rapidly evolving. They're learning faster and faster. <laughs> Yeah, so to all the boys I loved before, um, on Netflix, Netflix is was um the only producer of the they're like the only platform that was willing to leave the protagonist Asian as she is in the book. Um, I feel like Netflix is using their power of like, oh, we'll commit to the diversity we say we are, and even if we are being like kind of bigoted and think it's a risk we have a mil we have millions of monies which equals billions yeah, of dollars many money like someone will watch it and there's an audience for it what a coincidence wild yeah so it's um and like i guess everyone else thought they could wash it whitewash it because the protagonist's name is laura jean covey okay like her dad's white and her mom who is dead and out of the picture is um was Asian. Okay, yeah, you could pull it so, off if you really chose to. So yeah, like if you wanted to be a bad person, you could do that. But I'm glad they didn't. But yeah, glad they didn't because um it was really super cute. Um if you know me at all, <laughs> you would know that I am like a little underwhelmed by like the excessive amount of hetero romance in the world. Um but this movie it's about so the premise of the movie is um a girl 
who writes love letters to her crushes to get the like to like process process it onto the page and stop dwelling on it. She writes love letters to her crushes and she keeps them all in a box in her closet. And then on uh, there are five of them and then they all get sent out. Um and so it's like part of it is like who sent these out, but like so like one of them's her best friend who's her next door neighbor and one of them is her and who's also like her sister's ex-boyfriend and like one of them is like her ex-friend's boyfriend and like a bunch of like things that like it was fine for her to know in her head but like in the world it becomes really complicated but where one me but then like so there's like a lot of secondhand embarrassment to get through at the beginning which is like not my thing like That's always when the I was little part. I used to like <laughs> When I was little, I used to, like, hide behind the couch whatever, like, a Disney character was about to make a bad choice because I didn't, like, I was so uncomfortable with that happening. Yeah, I'd, like, cover my ears and close my eyes, which, interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, um, it's not super terrible, like, the secondhand embarrassment, like, in actuality, and it leads into... A extra adorable, my favorite trope in all of the world, fanfiction and not, um, fake dating. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah, so fake dating, for anyone who's not familiar with the trope and can't figure it out from the name fake dating, is typically when two people who are actually interested in each other but both think their feelings are unrequited have to, like, go undercover or something as in a relationship in order to someone for some reason like I don't it's it's never the strongest logic <laughs> and often like in fan fiction when it gets a little where it gets a little racier it's like uh oh like they might be what it's like we're spies but we're undercover is married they might be watching the house I guess we'll have to fuck like <laughs> just just to make sure they think we're like we're actually we're not fighting or something and, um, so they don't, there's, there's no fucking in the YA movie. Um, but, like, so she, she pretends to be in a, in a relationship with one of the guys in order to, like, I don't, like, convince, like, to get back at various people and convince various people that she's over them and all sorts of things. And it's the many shenanigans and it's very heartwarming and cute. The, uh, the love interest is a dreamboat. And he's, like, very much in the, um... So I read a, an article about Queer Eye, which was really great. Um, Go on. Which I will expound upon in a second. But the theme of which was that Queer Eye is about teaching men to stop having toxic, toxic masculinity. It's, like, men doing the emotional labor for other men in order to teach them how to interact with, like, themselves and their surroundings in a way that's less toxic sure like and like the love interest in to all the boys i've loved before is very much like the ideal of that in terms of like he's just like super sweet and like very earnest and friendly and caring and like he moves like he gets in a pillow fight with her little sister and like makes sure to move the popcorn out of the way before they get really into it so that it doesn't spill, like, that kind of thing, like... That's interesting. So it's, like, he's very much, like, 
not just like a good looking person, but also like very much like the what an actual like aspirational love interest for a teenager could slash would be. Yeah, I could I could I could Does that s- make sense? I could see that. Kind of like the you don't have to go for like the the tough ass. Yeah, like the bad boy or the the um like I don't know, I have strong opinions about a lot of love interests in like dystopian novels and stuff and I don't like spoiler alert is that I don't like most of them. So I think I about that care. a lot. I think there's this thing of so there's the classic of a classic idea that that's true that men write men that they think women want differently than the way that women want write men that they want uh-huh. um because we're basically just it's not even like we're saying oh hey this is what i want them to want it's just what we think and it's it's usually wrong like this, it's like the power fantasy versus sexual fantasy thing like yeah but but it's still wrong like in the sense that like batman is you know he's muscular and suave because that's a power fantasy for men but then sometimes men will try to write a batman that they think women want um Uh it's still off because they just don't have the experience or they haven't listened enough um and i think sometimes the dystopian has that mindset of it or there's like a certain archetype we think that people want like the rough and tumble kind of guy it's like, nah, it's, sometimes it's just somebody that you can count on, which is kind of funny that men also have a hard time writing for other men because mm-hmm. it's like, I sh- you know, if we want a woman, we just want someone who's, like, super sexy and, like, all this, that, and the third. Like, I just kind of want someone who, like, is jokey, like... <laughs> uh, yeah, like, literally, we live in a hellscape. I just want someone I could laugh with. Yeah, it, I mean, I think that's where we get the manic pixie dream girl trope from was just kind of breaking away from other stuff, but then we just went to a different kind of shitty... Um, no, I, th- I think about that, that that kind of stuff a lot. It is interesting to wonder um, why we get so many Jacob and Edwards and not dudes from All the Boys I Loved kind of guys. Peter Kavinsky. Peter Kavinsky. I'll forget that in 20 minutes. <laughs> it was, was funny because, like, for the first, like, 20 minutes of it, I watched it with my roommate, and for the first, like, 20 minutes of it, I was like, okay. I really can't tell the difference between, like, Peter Kavinsky and her neighbor, like, who's, like, one of her other crushes. It's like, I, they're, I can't, they're both brunette white boys, I don't know. And then, like, as the movie progressed, like, I was like, okay, I can tell them apart, and Peter Kavinsky is much dreamier than the neighbor boy. <laughs> it's it, it's like, all about, you know, it's, um, you know, you just gotta figure out who it is. That's the hot one. And that's kind of uh, the struggle for Queer Eye. Trying to figure out who the hot one is. In all of the... uh, To to follow up on the meme thing, the... uh, The... Whatchamacallit? The creepy um, NSA agent in my phone has offered me on Twitter a series of To All The Boys I Love Before memes. Like... To all the boys who have a three-part question, well, it's really more of a comment. <laughs> um, to all the boys who wouldn't come closer but wouldn't go away. To all, if I wrote a memoir about moving with my library, it would be called To Haul the Books I've Loved Before. Fair, fair. So, you know. 
the the meme well is deep. Yeah. Also, it was really funny because he um fucking can't stop saying whoa in the movie. Like, all he does is say, like, whoa, 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 Laura Jean. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, it's just like, that's a separate meme in and of itself is that he's always, like, he can't say even say whoa once. That's fair. That's a that's a real. Just like a fun little vocal tick. That's a, that's a fair thing. I get it. I, I get where he's coming from. <laughs> Especially if you're like a little overwhelmed with like the fake dating and then also real dating and also sort of drama. I feel like he might might say whoa 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 a few times. Nothing wrong with that. Just getting your point across in, in a choppier way. Maybe it's a little choppy, but that's fine. Nothing wrong with some chop 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 chop. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, so the point of the, the Queer Eye article was just like, basically like, the, the Queer Eye boys are t- teaching the people that they, because they st- still, like, they've done women in this, but like, in like in this season, but like, they're still primarily men. So the, uh, the message is like, if they're teaching the men they profile and then also like all of their viewership that it's okay to perform masculinity in different ways like bottled up in this like cathartic like like brief dip into both their own psyches and the guys that they profile yeah and like it's definitely a way to look at it um i'm just trying to think of how i see it. yeah it's i never really think of it that way I, I, I guess it, it's so hard to parse all that stuff um, because I, I think about the guy from the first season. He called himself a Yeti, I think. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, he really bonded with, 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 with Tan a lot. Um, yeah, and, like, there's the... I didn't feel that, like... It, it's weird that, like, the ways that masculinity... People perform, like, the root cause. I'm a very root cause person. So I'm like, uh-huh. bottling up your emotions isn't necessarily a masculine or feminine th- trait insofar as that somebody who's like, oh, hey, guys, I'm kind of sad today. Oh, hey, guys, I'm in a good mood today. That wouldn't be seen as masculine or feminine. But not being mm-hmm. able to open up is uh, is related to that drive to fit toxic masculine sort of mindsets. Um so it's a few steps removed from what it seems like they're doing. Like you have to dig deep to get to that conclusion, which is a good one, I'd say. Ah. Uh. I think like when they helped the lady in the second season, that was just them doing a good thing for like, for the gram. Not for the gram. They were trying to be good people, but that yeah. wasn't. They weren't really like <laughs> making her over there. Like they were just like, hey, we're here to help you with a thing. Yeah, um, like they're like, we can't do anything that will make you better than you already are because you are perfect. <laughs> Yeah, you're, you're doing fine. We're just here to help you with this thing. Um, but no, yeah, a lot of, the, so many of them were like, hey, why are you, uh, why aren't you doing more for your wife, my guy? Some of the guys were already mentally there. They're like, yo, I need to be better, but I don't know what I'm doing, and I don't really know how to look this up. I need someone to show me. Yeah. So, I mean, that's cool. It's an interesting, interesting program um, <laughs> for that reason. Program. Anything else you got today? Any other, um, any other hot topics? Hot topics? Um, you watched no, the Diva I, short? And I, and I 
I still haven't watched the Diva short. I'm gonna. Oh, fam, you gotta it's watch been, it. It's, it's been a busy day, my friend. It's it's pretty acceptable. I think you'll enjoy it. I'm excited. Yeah, it's it's good. They're doing an event. Always right up for more Overwatch fictional content. Yeah. I put out this tweet today. I saw you liked it, so this is obviously just for the listeners slash watchers. I, d- I don't need any more cinematics or comics. I just need to see a screenshot of Michael Chu's <laughs> notes app because I just want to know what's happened. I just want to know what's going on. I, d- I don't need it to be fancy. I don't need it to be great. I just want <laughs> I just want to see it. Uh, <laughs> I just want to know what's happening in this universe. I, I, I like it so much. Tell us which Overwatches are gay, Michael Chu. That's a good start. That would be a great start. Let's see the notes app, and it's like a list of Overwatch characters sorted by sexuality, and then every character is listed under gay. I don't think it would be every character. People no, say that, but I won't, I, I won't entertain that joke because I don't believe it to be true. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't think anybody there is a homophobe. Not, not in that universe. Absolutely not. But I think one of them has to fancy somebody of a different, of a different, of a different gender. gender. That's fair. Some of them can be bi. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm very generous. That's fair. That's fair. You know, it's, uh, it is interesting to think about uh, like once you start to get progressive to a point, that, uh-huh. you, that you circle back into regressive in a way where you're like, okay, so why wouldn't this person be interested in somebody of the same gender? Like, <laughs> like I don't, I don't need the logic of why you would be because, whatever. I, I need like some kind of like reason to be like, nah. I think they'd be the straight one. Like you want to go with soldier because he's the boring shooter guy. But you're like, yeah, but uh, I don't think it's him either. Uh, <laughs> it's like, well, Widow has a husband. You're like, yeah, but what does that really mean? Like, like being monogamous doesn't mean that you don't find different people. Like uh, like different genders, of people attractive. You just married yeah. a person, big like big deal, big deal. That doesn't change your sexuality. We know this. This has been proven. Uh, I don't know. Maybe Roadhog. He seems like he's just over the whole thing. <laughs> Maybe Roadhog thinks though. Yeah. The only thing, yeah, he, it's that, yeah, there's that. So, you know, we'll figure out who the straight <laughs> one is. We'll get there. Uh, tweet at us. Tweet at tell us. Tell us who you think the single straight overwatcher is. Yes. Which, that, that we're not kind of people in heterosexual relationships. It has to be somebody who's a heterosexual person. Yeah. Uh, because. <laughs> it's Moira. Moira. Uh, no way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Bowie looking ass with. I'm pretty sure she has a skin. More where like. Yeah. She, character in she the has, history of lesbian looking characters. Yeah, she definitely is one of those characters that has like skins where uh, she has certain fingernails cut. So it's not Moira. <laughs> like, that might be Mercy's Witch skin. That's a little, uh, little dedication to detail there, my friend. Yeah, a little specific, right? Um, oh, wow. Because they're also the kind of people like, no, that's just because that's her trigger finger, you guys. Come on. That's like, that's the thing. That's the button that uses like the buttons on the staff. Come on. It's like, I don't, I don't think uh-huh. that's, I don't think that's, I don't think that's the move, sure. man. Like, but we'll, we'll get there one day. We'll get there one day. 
you know, it might be May. It might be May. As much as the fandom doesn't wouldn't pick that, I think May might be the straight one. I could see that. Like, because she never took the time to explore it. She's all about the science, you know? Maybe she likes yeah. ladies. She she doesn't know. She's just been going with whatever was predisposed. And she's like, whatever, I'm all about that science, dog. That's how she talks. Um, oh, yeah, that sounds like how May talks. Yeah, it's, it's word for word, voice for voice. I even did the accent. Um, All-Star Weekend was this past weekend, Steph. Or oh, tell me about that. It was, it was good. They did the different challenges. They did, like, a Lucio Ball match. Um, they did some Widow 1v1s. Do you enjoy one-v-ones. Lucio Ball, or... Am I? Do you enjoy lo- playing no, Lucio Ball? No, I, I don't at all. Like, I was I gonna say, I think I thought that, that was the that, that was the way I, that I you just, did not, like, care for Lucio Ball. I just find it very boring, and the physics don't seem to match, like, the physics you play him as. Mm-hmm. Um, like, when you try to boop the ball, it doesn't feel like when you boop a character, like, the momentum is so different. Which mm-hmm. I'm not saying it is, it just feels different. But it's fun to watch, though. I watched the, some of these matches, and I was like, this is incredibly entertaining. Maybe because these are professional esports athletes playing, like, a complete BS mode. I don't know. It was fun to watch. Um, and they did, like, Widow versus Widow sniper battles. They did, like, a little tournament for that. They did a Mr. Heroes round, which means whoever got the lucky draw it's all luck there um (laughs) i watched a little bit of that um and the talent takedown was basically you know the casters and the analysts were gonna have them play and some of the players will do the the calling um Mm. so i watched the intro for that i haven't watched the game yet but i'm going to and then they had a just the all-star game was on sunday where it's just like an actual game which is kind of rigged because all the fans and people voted, so the Atlantic team was mostly just New York's team with other people on it, and then the Pacific was just a bunch of people thrown together. Um, so the people I was really looking out for, for were mostly just Carpe, Oz, uh, DPS player in the Atlantic division for Philadelphia Fusion, and then Gregory, who's the tank uh, for Shanghai Dragons on the Pacific, and they both mm-hmm. did well. It's just hard to beat the Atlantic Division, so um, but we're getting more teams next season, so we should get some changes and some cool stuff going. There's a lot going on in the community right now. The World Cup is happening. I think I don't have it pulled up either this weekend or next weekend or the weekend after. Soon is the next stage of the World Cup uh, qualifiers, and Canada and the U.S. will be in it. So um, nice. So there's that, um, and there's the Diva Challenge right now. You play some games, watch some matches. Or watch some streamers. You can get some sprays for Diva, her new skin and icon, bunch of in-game stuff. But so it's it's, it's nice. pretty cool. There's a lot going on. Summer Games ends tomorrow, so buy those skins if you need them with your in-game currency. But that's what's going on, you know, in my nerdy in world, world. Overwatch world, which is the only nerdy world I'm looking at right now. I mean, I bought, I started playing XCOM, which is a strategy game. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched my my girlfriend play it a lot. Um, her family's really into it, so I started playing it because it looked cool, and I got it on a good sale. It's a fun game. I'm I'm gl- I'm sad I slept on it for so long. Um, but it's pretty fun. Slow paced and nice. It's a strategy game, so you don't like need reflexes. Mm-hmm. I'm just playing on the easiest difficulty. I'm not even trying to get mad or struggle. I just want to play a game, do a little bit of tactics. So, I mean, that's all I got. I just, you got anything else, Steph? I don't got anything else. I think we wrapped this. What I got is that I got to take a shower because. Oh yeah, that 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 New York heat. Stinky day. Yeah, I think we wrap it up. Um, 
I should be able to download this uh, this whole thing and just kind of do a nice little clip of it, put it on the channel, put it on the podcast stream, yeah. you know. Just... People will be like, holy shit. Yeah. I got a notification. <laughs> It'll be qu- it should, it should be pretty easy. There's not a lot of steps required, and the amount of editing I can do isn't really a lot. So it's just going to be pretty quick. Just export, maybe run a filter. Uh, but that's, yeah, I think that's how we're, I, I think we, I like this format, you know, we have some music playing, um, if we're doing a more structured one, we could take some actual breaks, you know, bathroom breaks, drink breaks, etc. technical breaks, uh, <laughs> and yeah, we can, get, you know, give some fans a good show, probably do this once or however many times a week, starting with one, um, but I'm always home, so I might just do some more stuff, <laughs> and we'll, I think, um, <laughs> You like streaming to YouTube? I think the it's a little easier. Yeah, this to, worked out for me. Okay, I think it's a little easier to stream to YouTube just for some of us. Um, I think it's friendlier to a lot of people who aren't on the internet kind of people. Yeah, Twitch um, is kind of scary to me. Why is that? The uh, reputation it has, or the format. I just associate it with like video games only. Okay. And that's not a world that I'm super in. If that makes sense. Totally fine. God, totally I gotta fair. stop saying that. Saying what? If that makes sense at the end of, it's such a like, it's like the the new version of like asking something that you already know the answer to, like of like head like female hedging there. Yeah, I, I, I saw a tweet about that. I'm and I got very sad about that tweet. Cause I'm like, I don't think this is. A, let me mansplain real quick. I didn't feel that that's a situation of this. Cause like, a lot of, I, I feel like it's more of a. It's a verbal tick in the way that you don't need to say it as a person in general. Because I know in urban cultures, mostly black cultures, but it's, you know, things get co-opted. There's a lot of, nah, I mean, no, nah, I'm saying, you feel me? It's basically the same thing. And it's sort of a way to, like, make sure, like, you're on board with what I'm saying, right? Because somebody, mm-hmm. somebody could say, well, you know, Twitch isn't just for that. And then you'd have to explain, yes, I know that, but my yeah, like, association. Exactly. So if you say... If that makes sense, I'm like, yeah, it does. Or I'd, it gives you somebody the chance to be like, ah, I don't know if I agree with that without them having to like, I don't know. Personally, I think it's a courteous way to have conversation, male, female, anything outside of that or in between. So someone doesn't have to be rude and say, I disagree with that. They can just be like, well, well, <laughs> at least that's how I looked at it, especially uh-huh. since I'm somebody, I don't know, at least... I, I'm the kind of person who's, I don't know after a lot of my things to qualify. As, as somebody who <laughs> is in a field, I do engineering, so I often have to ask people if that makes sense for incredibly simple topics because when people are under high-stress situations, they may misunderstand what you're saying, even though it's simple. Or I'll use an acronym that's exactly like an acronym somebody else uses, Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a different one. So I'll have to say, if that makes sense, and they'll be like, I don't think it does because you said X, Y, Z. And when we say X, Y, Z, it means this. I'll be like, oh, so yeah, that didn't make any sense. <laughs> um, but that's just me as a, as a, as a man who has the privilege of, I mean, I, I'm, I'm black, so people discount what I'm saying, but it's never been because I was a man. So I don't mm-hmm. know if that discounts anything I say. So if you want to stop saying that, feel free to but I have not seen it as a sign of weakness that women have the way that apologizing typically does. Mm-hmm. That's just me. I don't know. Just throwing another 
opinion into the ether, not saying that anyone's wrong for feeling the way they do, just saying that I've seen a male example of it too. Cheers. <laughs> if, that, <laughs> if that makes sense. I, just, I feel like, if that makes sense, yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like in my case that I'm doing it as a qual as like a, like a hedging qualifier. Oh, wow. Okay. So. Well then if that's what you're doing, homie, stop it, bro. Um, <laughs> I'm using the gender neutral bro there, not the, the guy one. Um, yeah, I uh, that is an interesting topic that we should hold for another day. Um, oh, alrighty. In well, the meantime, it's been fun, y'all. Yeah, it has. We need a sign off. Um, I guess it'd just probably be for now, just our handles and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you need to find me anywhere on the internet, it's at brother Dom, not er, but brother. THA, I did on purpose. Um, except for this Twitter, this YouTube that we're on today is one of my old, old accounts. Uh, so the screen name Master Memo is one of my old, like, college, high school screen names, forgive it. Uh, but if you want to find me anywhere else, it's Brother Dom, uh, or character reveal kind of stuff. Uh, come find me, Twitter, Instagram. We won't do any of the money plugs today. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Steph? Um. You can find me on Twitter, like I said, Captain Stuff, on Instagram, Hella Stuff, on Tumblr, Snowqueer. I'm almost never on Tumblr. All of that activity is just my queue going nonstop. Um, Same. But I still enjoy going on there and having a laugh at a meme every so often. Um, other than that, I don't know. That's me. That's what I am. That's about it. I think I don't think we yeah. anything else. So, yeah, listeners, I think this was a, a quick little chat. Hope you enjoyed it. If you tuned in, um, yeah, we'll be back uh, hopefully in about a week, so you can keep catching our lovely radio YouTube stream show. And uh, until next time, see you later. Bye.